everything pretty. Unless you're talking about the bridge and seaport. Even from the seats in the upper decks, you can see the seashore. Tailgate function with the cornea side. Just walk from the tribal building for the Padres. I'm on it. Yeah, because for the 619, we'll knock you down. Anything for the brown, put it on the town. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby says you want to go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. What's up, everybody? Episode 299 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show here on December 7th, the night of December 7th. Xander Bogarts is a San Diego Padre. Padres just agreed to a deal with Xander. 11 years, $280 million. Wow. This is a shocker. It's not a shocker that they got Xander Bogarts. It's a shocker for me that it happened right now, um, right after they missed out on Judge and the fact that Bogarts is a Boris client. I thought that this was going to be dragged out a little bit more. I'm kind of shocked by the years that they gave Bogarts. You know, Trey Turner, it was seven, eight years. Those were the predictions. And then he gets 11. Bogarts, it was seven, eight years. He gets 11. I think Boris demanded the Padres probably to give Xander Bogarts 11 years because Trey Turner got 11 years. Like he saw the Padres and they were like, you were willing to give Turner 11 years, give Bogarts 11 years. Um, And so this is a huge move, obviously, by the Padres. How can you not be excited about this move? Maybe some people wanted Carlos Correa more than Xander Bogarts, or I wanted Trey Turner over Xander Bogarts because I thought he's a better player. But Xander Bogarts is one of the best shortstops in baseball. And oh, by the way, one of the best shortstops in baseball is going to be joining him on the 2023 roster in Fernando Tatis Jr., who looks like he's going to be headed to the outfield. There's so, there's so many things to talk about here with the Xander Bogarts move. Props to Peter Seidler and A.J. Preller for getting this done. I mean, they missed out on Judge. That sucked, right? But it didn't suck as much as missing out on Trey Turner because Trey Turner, we had heard reports for weeks about the Padres' interest in him, and they love Trey Turner. And they offered $342 million. Take our money. Take our money, Peter was saying. And he didn't do it. They said, take our money. Take our money to Aaron Judge. Had They, they met with him for a couple hours at Petco Park last night. Didn't take the money. And here, Bogarts, take our money. Take our money. And he took it, right? A Boris client took the money. I think that was expected. I just didn't expect it to be right now. Um, I thought maybe Correa would have went before Bogarts just to uh, get that deal out of the way for Correa to get more than Turner. But, um, wow, what a night. What a night. Look at this lineup, by the way. Tatis, when Tatis comes back, Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bogarts, Cronenworth, Kim, DH, hopefully it's a lefty, Nola, Grisham. Thank you very much, Peter Seidler, AJ Preller, that front office. Uh, That is a great lineup. I think, yeah, the bottom could be better, but I'm not going to be sitting here and complaining about that when we just landed Xander freaking Bogarts tonight, right? Red Sox fans, oh, they are not happy. That is like their Manny Machado, right? Like if we let Manny Machado walk and go somewhere else, that's that's how pissed off uh, Red Sox fans are. Just imagine that. 
Uh, Jared Carabas is a big Red Sox fan. What the F happened? And he was he posts videos of uh, the teams that were in on a shortstop or that needed shortstops, and he was crossing off the names of the teams. And one of the names that he crossed off was the Padres because I guess he saw AC's report about the Padres not being in the market for a shortstop. That ended up being wrong. No one believed that report by, from Kevin AC, by the way. Uh, who believed that the Padres were not in the shortstop market? Right? You missed on Trey Turner. Okay, you were willing to give $342 million to him, so you're going to give a fraction of that to Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts is a pretty, a pretty darn good shortstop as well, right? Yeah, he is. So I, I didn't believe that for a second. And Bogarts is a Padre, and uh, he's not a Giant. I think that's important as well because the Giants, they missed out on Aaron Judge, and that was one of the things that I was kind of scared of. Like the, the uh, Giants, oh, man, maybe they get desperate here and go get Bogarts. They could get Correa or Swanson, but we have a shortstop. We got one of the big shortstops. That's what I wanted. We wanted that power bat, right? And we, we gave it to them. We got that power bat. Uh, the Padres gave that power bat to us, Padres fans. Um, and we knew, right, they needed the power bat to be a shortstop because the first base market after Anthony Rizzo, after Jose Abreu, was not strong. It just was not. Um, and so they had to pivot. The left field free agent market was not strong. You know, Profar and uh, Conforto and, and, you know, Bellinger was out there, but he's more of a center fielder. It just wasn't strong. It was a bunch of one-year guys, or if it's multi-year, you're probably overpaying for guys that aren't like power bats. But here now, you get Xander Bogarts as a shortstop, a guy that can hit over 20 home runs a year. He's hit 33 home runs one year. He hit 23 in 2021. 15 wasn't great this year, um, but he still put together an all-star season. He's still had a top 10 MVP finish in the American League, still won the Silver Slugger for uh, shortstops in the American League. And he had what was considered probably by many a down year. He hit 307 this year, and that's probably a down year because he didn't hit a bunch of home runs. Uh, the RBIs, 73. That That's nowhere close to the 2019 total that he had, 117. Or even 2021, he had 79 ribbies. So a down year, and this guy was still an all-star, still a really, really great player. So what a deal for the Padres. Uh, I'm sure everyone here in the chat is ecstatic. Uh, meanwhile, the Dodgers, they have like Gavin Lux as their shortstop. Look at the Padres infield. Manny Machado at third base. Xander Bogarts at shortstop. Hassan Kim at second base, Jake Cronenworth at first base. That's pretty darn good. I'll sign up for that. Uh, and people can talk about, oh, we gotta, you're going to have to move Bogarts to second base or to first base. He's not going to play shortstop for the 11 years. Okay, whatever. We also have a guy named Fernando Tatis Jr. who could go back to playing shortstop if Bogarts needs to change positions. We have a guy in Jackson Merrill as a prospect who can come up and play shortstop if we need him to years and years and years down the road. But the Padres, the fact of the matter is they needed a big power bat and they got that tonight in Xander Bogarts. Um, 
the Padres are trying to win, right? We saw that when they offered that money to Turner and the money to Judge, right? The back end of the contracts might not look so great, but you're not paying for what you're going to get at the back end of that deal. You're paying for Xander Bogarts in his prime, or they were going to pay for um, Aaron Judge in his prime, right? I just thought of this. Don Orsillo is going to be calling Xander Bogarts games again. I met, I, I uh, talked with him at the winter meetings the other day. I didn't post about it, but I talked to him, and I was like, Xander to San Diego? I'd love to see that reunion. And he was like, I hope so. There seems to be a lot of competition. Uh, but he hoped that it happened, and Don is going to get to be calling Xander Bogarts games again on a routine basis. So that's another great thing about this. Uh, and I'm sure Jared Carabas is going to be watching a lot of Padres games. Don Orsillo and Xander Bogarts, he's going to be pissed off. But, oh well, uh, you Red Sox fans have been spoiled. They've gotten a lot of World Series titles. It's now the Padres' turn uh, to contend frequently here. Uh, my phone is blowing up right now. Um, what would be, what's the Padres opening day lineup without Tatis? Probably, well, I mean, we don't know who's going to be playing left field right now, right? Uh, right now, it's probably who, Brandon Dixon or Jose Azokar, but they're going to get another bat, right? So whoever's the left fielder, you got Soto, Manny, Bogarts, uh, Cronenworth. Kim might lead off, depending on who they get, at least on opening day. Nola, Grisham. I mean, it is a good lineup even without Fernando, and it's a great lineup, I think, uh, with Fernando in there. Sure, you could get the bottom of the order to be better, but you have a top. Let's say they get a D. Let's say they go get a good, solid bat as a DH. Your top two-thirds of the order, Tatis, Soto, Manny, Bogarts, Cronenworth, all five guys right there are all-stars, can be all-stars. And then the DH, if they get Michael Brantley, you, that's another all-star that you add in there. Or, you know, you have uh, Trey Mancini or something. Like, that's another great bat. And then Kim, you hope that he continues to develop. Maybe Luis Camposano gets some more at-bats, uh, and we see some power and some offense from him. Trent Grisham, it can only go up from here, right? So this lineup could actually be really good from top to bottom if you're looking at this from uh, the glass-half-full uh, view, right? Um, what other thoughts do I have on this? I mean, there's just so many things that are going through my head right now. Uh, I don't want to go. I don't want to be negative here, but I do think back to the Kevin AC report the other day, or it was last week, that said if the Padres get a shortstop, then they might make a middle infielder available. I don't think that they should do that. I think you should, you know, you just paid for Xander Bogarts. Go make this team the most complete team that you can make it. And you spent 280 on Bogarts. So if you want to spend the 400 this offseason, that leaves you with what? 180? That leaves you with 180 million or 120. Sorry. I can't even do math right now. There's so many things going through my head. 120 million. That's that gives you room for Senga. That gives you room probably for Bassett. Uh, Rodon, probably not, unless it's like a ridiculously high AAV short-term deal. He probably wants a longer deal. Uh, but this puts them uh, definitely as 
one of the National League favorites. I think they already were going to be. Maybe they're the National League favorite over every team because the Dodgers right now, they need pitching. Is their shortstop situation solved? Uh, what about their outfield? I mean, their bullpen, do they have a real closer? I mean, are the Padres the favorites for the National League West right now? If they're not, they closed the gap. I know I don't want to talk about the National League West too much because we know that doesn't really matter. What matters is getting into the postseason and then winning when it does matter. Um, but they've definitely closed the gap if there was a gap for the National League West. Uh, there is just so many things going through my head right now. I'm sure there is for you as well. Now, we can get to why this contract might be concerning for the Padres. Like, okay, they're going to be paying this guy when he's like 41, right? Because it's an 11-year contract. But again, as I said earlier, they're trying to win right now. You're paying Xander 11 years, $280 million. You're paying that for the prime, right? You're paying that for the next three, four, five years that you get of Xander. And the Padres must think that He'll be able to probably move positions at some point in this contract, and he'll still be a very effective bat as he ages. Um, and if the Padres think that, then I don't have anything to, uh, you know, like push back on with that thought. I think this guy is, he's a four time All Star. I mean, the track record speaks for itself. Um, he plays pretty much every day. I mean, 2014, 144 games. 2015, 156 games. 2016, 157 games. 2017, uh, 148 games. 2018, 136. 2019, 155. 2021, 144. And this year, 150. So he's playing, you know, 80, at least 80% of games. Uh, I mean, I don't have, I don't know what the math you know, is on that, but I would assume that's around 80% of games. And, and that's good for me. Uh, 80% of games is, what, 129 out of 162? So more than 80%, you know, 90%, some of those seasons, more than that. So this guy, he has a track record of staying healthy. That's why I liked him. That's why I liked Xander Bogarts. I mean, I like Correa as well. Turner doesn't really get hurt either. So Wherever the Padres went with the shortstops here, it was going to be fine, right? We were going to be happy with it. Getting Xander, uh, I don't know what else to say. It, it, it's, it's a great feeling, right? The Giants don't get him. The Red Sox fans are crying. Don Orsillo gets to call Xander's games again. What a night. Uh, this lineup, man, this lineup could be very, very good next year or this coming season. All right, let's get to the chat here. What are your thoughts? I mean, before we get to the chat, AJ Preller, he spoke to the media today at the winter meetings, and you didn't, you couldn't tell anything was happening. Peter Seidler talked uh, on 97.3 The Fan earlier today. Couldn't tell anything was happening. Um, so who knows how long they were working on this deal. Uh, Scott Boris talked to the media yesterday, and I think Marty Caswell asked Scott Boris about Xander Bogarts and the Padres. And Boris was like, yeah, he, you know, he made his puns and his stupid puns and all that, you know, SeaWorld and they make splashes, but he pretty much was indicating like, yeah, the Padres are serious. They're trying to win. Like it's a good organization right now. 
uh, good ownership, stuff like that. And uh, they're proving it. They are proving it. Um, I don't even know what the payroll is going to be after this move. What, 280? I, I don't even, I haven't even looked up what the AAV is. 280, 25 mil in a year? 25 mil for Xander Bogarts? Really? Come on. That is, that's, that's a good contract right there for the Padres. Especially with contracts continuing to go up. I mean, who knows the next like superstar shortstop to be a free agent? What are they going to get in 2028 or 2030? Like down the line, this contract could look like an absolute bargain uh, because the millions and millions of dollars that guys are earning, the AAV keeps going up on players, keeps going up. Uh, I mean, we just saw with the Padres the other day with Trey Turner, they were offering $342 million. That would have been the record for a shortstop. So every year, the contracts keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So this contract's going to look, I think, it's going to look pretty darn good when we look back at this, uh, at least you know, probably in the second half of Xander's contract. Uh, and again, the Padres are trying to win right now, and they're putting together one heck of a roster. And I don't think they should be done. Definitely not. They still need starting pitching. They probably don't. They No, I'll, I'll rephrase that. They'll probably go get a corner outfield bat, but they don't need to go be overpaying for a corner outfield bat. I don't think Profar returns now uh, unless he wants to be on a club-friendly contract because he sees they got Xander, and he's like, well, this is my best chance to win a World Series, so I'm going to go back to the Padres. But uh, I see... Them getting probably a one-year guy, corner outfield bat, getting a cup, uh, another bat for DH. Uh, maybe there's another bat as well for bench. But they uh, they don't need a first baseman because Cronenworth will be there. Maybe they get one to DH and he can play first. I, I assume that's what they'll do. Uh, but Cronenworth will be at first. Kim will be at second. Bogarts will be at short. Manny will be at third. Tatis and Soto, they'll either be left or right. Grisham will be in center. Obviously, assuming no trade happens and Nola can't be, they'll catch. Uh, I, I love that. I love the roster right now, the position player group that we have. Again, they got to add still. They still need starting pitching. What should the Padres do now? Go get a big starting pitcher. You just spent $280 million on Bogarts. You have 120 to get to 400, which you offered Judge last night, right? So go spend on a pitcher. I'm not saying you have to go spend 120 million Peter Seidler, but go spend on a pitcher. If you can go get Kodai Senga, go get Kodai Senga for 80 million, 85 million, whatever. Cuz you're still you're still saving money. If you go spend on Senga 280 plus 80, what is that? 280 plus 100 380, so like 360, that saves 40 million from what you're going to play what you were going to pay Judge, right? You get Xander locked down long-term, and you get a starting pitcher, which was your Achilles heel um, this past season, right, in the NLCS. That makes your team much, much better. It makes your team a complete roster, right? So, all right, let's get to the chat here. Um, but first, this episode is sponsored by Gaglione Bros, Famous Cheese Steaks, and Garlic Fries. Their main location is on Friars Road, and you can visit gaglionebros.com for their menu and contact information. You can also enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and inside Snapdragon Stadium.
All right, we got a bunch of LFGSDs in here in the chat. Quan, man, really think they should have used that money on Rodon. No, come on, come on. We know they needed a big power bat. They got one. They can still use money on Rodon. Peter Seiler has the money. He just offered Aaron Judge $400 million last night. Like, he has money still after this $280 million. I would be surprised that they don't go get a big starting pitcher. I really, really would. What number is Xander going to wear? Because he wore number two in Boston. Grisham's wearing two right now. I mean, Grisham had a bad year last year. You'd think he'd give it up, but maybe he goes with another number. Who knows? We'll see. Let me look at Don Orsillo. What is Don's reaction here on Twitter? I know he had to have tweeted something. Yep. Yes, with a bunch of S's, exclamation points, Padres. Welcome to San Diego, my friend. Yeah. Don is the happiest guy on the planet right now. Christopher says, now we can all sleep better knowing we sign an impact bat. Yes, I will be sleeping very good tonight. Very good indeed. Uh, if you want to support the channel, a good way to do that is you use that super chat button. I will get to all of those super chats, the comments, questions you have. Feel free to put them in there. Uh, Christopher also says, yeah, I kind of wonder what the domino effect will be. Like what signings they will focus on next. I, I think they'd focus on starting pitching. Um, those guys, they're coming off the board, right? Jamison Tyone to the Cubs, Tyon, Taiwan Walker to the Phillies. It, it seems like more arms are coming. Kodai Senga, we don't know when he's going to sign, though. Like he He's playing this by feel. Like he knows when the time is right. That's what his agent said yesterday when I was listening to his media scrum uh, on the second level uh, at the Grand Hyatt. So. Don't know when Senga's going to sign, but maybe Rodon signs quick. Uh, you know, Bassett's still out there. You would think these guys want to know where they're going to be so that they can plan You know, spring training. And some guys want to have a spot before the holidays are up, right? Or, or the holidays come, uh, just so you don't have to worry about it. Speaking of the holidays, I think that there's going to be a ton of Xander Bogarts jerseys uh, being bought. Once those get... Uh, you know, put up on MLB shop and in the Padres store, there's going to be a bunch of those being sold. Manny's the face of the franchise, obviously. Tatis, he got, he took a, his reputation, took a hit with the PEDs. Soto is, Soto's probably ahead of Xander, right? But Xander is the new splashy free agent move. So, I mean, I love this problem, right? Musgrove's obviously huge here. So you have Manny, like jersey choices, right? Like what jerseys are you picking? If you could have like one and you don't have one, most people would probably pick Manny. Like he's the, the leader. And then you have, but you have Soto as an option. You have Xander, who we just got right here. Uh, Tatis, he's still probably a favorite among Padres fans. And everyone, want, you know, wanted to be like him, the young kids, before he got suspended, obviously. So I think he's still popular. Uh, among Padres fans, especially if he comes back next year and plays really well and he does all the right things. So there's a lot of great jersey options right now. Uh, just throwing that out there uh, in the Padres shop. Um, you know, think about this. Jake Cronenworth, all-star, back-to-back seasons. Where is he on, like, names you think of on the Padres? Like, the casual fan, right? Padres, they think of who? They think of Manny now, Soto, Xander, Tatis, 
Musgrove, Darvish, Snell, Hader. Do you, do you think of him before Cronenworth? That's eight guys. So you think of a two-time All-Star, back-to-back All-Star, as the ninth guy on this team that you probably think, that a casual fan probably thinks of. That's how deep this team is. Uh, so this is, uh, I mean, Xander, getting Xander, obviously, it is huge. It makes the lineup a lot better. It makes this team better. Now let's go continue building out this uh, this roster, make it a complete roster by getting starting pitching and getting a couple extra bats. Preller, by the way, he's saying that he wants a couple starters. So it might not just be one. Maybe it's one big guy and then a smaller guy, but he wants uh, two guys. He wants two starters there. So we'll see. Uh, Christopher says, I guess this means Jake might be at first. I think it does. Yeah. I don't expect the Potters to trade Kim or Cronenworth. Uh, when I spoke to Kevin AC, by the way, at the winter meetings, that video is up here on YouTube. Uh, I did that um, was it yesterday. I think it was or a couple days ago, whenever it was. I asked about the Cronenworth Kim thing if the Padres did get a shortstop. And he said that he doesn't think the Padres will trade Jake Cronenworth. Jake Cronenworth. Um, he said that Kim, I, I believe he said that Kim could be available. The executive that he spoke to told him middle infield. They could make those guys available. They're not trading Tatis, obviously, so you're talking about Kim and Cronenworth. I don't think that you trade those guys. I think you put Tatis in the outfield. You put uh, some more power in the outfield. He is officially an outfielder now, I think. And you put a great fielder at second base in Asan Kim. You put Jake Cronenworth at first base, and you don't go out into the market and overpay for guys. I mean... Good thing they didn't go pay Josh Bell, right? Because then you probably would be trading Kim or Cronenworth, right? Because or maybe Josh Bell would be the, the DH, but then you're paying your DH $16.5 million a year. That's what he got from the Guardians. Um, Quan says Tatis going to right field, Soto going to left. That's what I would do in this outfield, but I've seen some things where they where some people think Tatis goes to left and they just keep Soto in right. Instead of having Soto switch positions and have to learn that and Tatis have to learn the outfield again, just have Tatis learn left field and Soto already knows right field. But Tatis has more range than Soto, I think. He's more athletic, I think. I mean, Soto's a great player, but he's not a great defender. I'm not saying Tatis will be a great defender in the outfield, but I want a guy who can cover more range in right field, and that guy is Fernando. Uh, Soto made some good plays, but I, I would have Soto in left. I believe he played left field a little bit for the Washington Nationals. Uh, people are complaining because they legit scared of this lineup. Xander, Soto, Manny, Tatis. Yeah. I don't know. Are you seeing that on social media? People are complaining. Who? Dodger fans? They're just mad that their ownership doesn't want to spend on a shortstop, that they have Gavin Lux as their shortstop. Sucks for them. Peter Seidler's the best owner in baseball. That's just the way it is. Yeah, the Red Sox today. This is a thing to talk about, Quan. Yeah, good point. It says the Red Sox signed, uh, what, what's his name, Yoshida? The outfielder, the Japanese outfielder, five years, $90 million today. I don't know if that's reasonable. It feels like an overpay, kind of like, say, Suzuki. But they decided to spend on that guy Instead of trying all they could to bring back Xander Bogarts, the guy that the fans love, the 
the Manny Machado of the Red Sox, right? They decided to say, no, we'll go with this guy that our fans have never heard of. Interesting move by them. Real interesting move by them. Um, maybe Crone to first, sign file 06 says. Yes, he's probably going to be first. Cobra wanted Correa. Well, look, Xander Bogarts is a pretty darn good um, console. I mean, I don't, I don't even want to say it's a consolation prize because this guy's a four-time All-Star. He's one of the best shortstops in baseball. This guy's going to be hitting third or fourth in the lineup. Like, that's not a consolation prize. It's just a great prize in general. Uh, Correa would have cost more than ba than Bogarts. He will cost more. Uh, he's probably going to cost more than $300 million. If Bogarts got 280, I think Correa will cost more than that. I think Correa is younger than Bogarts, too. Um, so now the Padres can spend that money that they would have used on Correa. I don't even know if they were interested in him, but they're going to use that money, hopefully, on starting pitching, on bats, stuff like that. Let me look. I saw a tweet that Dennis Lynn put out today. It was recently after the Bogarts news happened. This, oh, no, this was from Alex uh, Spire, Boston Red Sox beat writer. Dennis Lynn retweeted it. He said, according to a major league source, the Red Sox were really far from the Padres' offer, and their offers were short of $200 million, just a huge gap in where the Padres went. Wow. So just think about this. The last three days, you had the Padres offer $42 million more for Trey Turner. They didn't get him, but still, $42 million more. The next day, they offer 60 million, or was it six? No. They offered $40 million more to Aaron Judge than the Yankees did. Didn't get him, but still $40 million more. And then today, let's say the Red Sox offer was 200 This says it was short of 200 but let's just say it was 200 And the Padres gave him 280 So the Padres, the last three days, $42 million more than the team that got Turner, $40 million more than the team that got Judge, and $80 million more at least than the team that did not get Bogarts, that missed out on Bogarts. So the Padres were, th this tells me the Padres, they were hell-bent on getting a big bat, whether it was a corner outfielder and judge or whether it was a shortstop, Turner or Bogarts. If they didn't get Bogarts, they were going to get Correa or Swanson, I think. I would have liked Swanson as well, but I love Bogarts too. Um, Swanson, Correa, Bogarts, Turner, Judge, they were all better than first base options than left field first base or uh, left field free agent options, right? So the clear choice here was to go get a shortstop. That was the best bat. It just was. And the Padres, they're trying to construct the best lineup, and they are doing that this offseason. Now, there's still work to be done, a couple more bats, but you're getting Tatis back. You have Bogarts. This is a better improved team. For 2023, assuming that they get, you know, a, a, hopefully a big starting pitcher, another starting pitcher after that to add to it, some depth. But they got a they they kept their bullpen intact, or at least their big guy was Suarez. They kept Martinez, um, and they bring in Bogarts. Right, that's an upgrade over Brandon Jury or Josh Bell. That's what you got to look at it as. We're not you're not comparing Bogarts to Cronenworth because Cronenworth's already on the team still, but. You're comparing Bogarts to Drury, Bogarts to Bell. Is Bogarts an upgrade over Josh Bell? Heck yeah. Is he an upgrade over Brandon Drury? Heck yeah. Is he an upgrade over Profar? Or 
no, we, we shouldn't say that. Is Tatis an upgrade over Profar? Because Tatis will be playing one of the corners. Yes. Love Profar. You know, good teammate, good personality. He was a good leadoff hitter, but Bogarts is an upgrade. Tatis is an upgrade over Profar. Bogarts is an upgrade over Drury and Orbell. Um, and Jack says, now we just need either Drury or Myers or both to come back. I'd be open to having Drury come back. I'd be open to having Myers come back, but they'd have to be uh, probably team-friendly contracts. I think the Padres' focus needs to be on getting a starting pitcher. Get that done. And then go to uh, you know the market for some other bats, unless they you know want to turn their attention to like Michael Brantley because he might get done uh, soon here because I'm, I assume there's a lot of interest in him. Um, but I think starting pitching they need they lock down the shortstop, they lock down that power bat. Now go get one of those starting pitchers. Yeah, Christmas coming early. That's definitely for sure. Yep. Uh, I don't know what this comment is. It says Padres will sign. Oh, oh, arson judge. Sorry, I saw the judge part. I was like, our judge is already signed. Yeah, uh, John Heeman was right on this one. That's the thing. So I don't know about you guys, but I was eating dinner and I saw John Heyman's report. Padres getting Bogarts. I don't know, like specifically what it said, but eleven years, two eighty. Like he had the terms and everything, and I was like. Okay, he has the terms. This is something that he didn't have with the judge thing, right? He said yesterday, it appears judge is heading to the Giants. And then he said seven minutes later, sorry for uh, jumping the gun, right? But he didn't have the terms there. Here he had the terms, but it was still John Heyman. So I was like, okay, hopefully this is not wrong. Hopefully the Red Sox don't hop in there. Hopefully another team doesn't hop in there. And then Passon tweeted it and was like, okay, we know that it's correct. Um, Cobra says Correa is a giant now. I'm fine with that. The Giants, if they get Carlos Correa, that's that doesn't make them a playoff team, right? They still have a lot of holes. They have Mike Yastrzemski as their five hitter. They have uh, Joey Bart, who has not performed up to expectations. You know, at catcher, who they probably wanted to be hitting in the middle of the lineup. They still have Brandon Crawford uh, in their infield. Um, they have Jock Peterson signed for like 19 plus million because he took the qualifying offer. Uh, they have Wilmer Flores as like their second baseman. Like it, it, they just, it's not a deep lineup. And the starting pitching doesn't blow you away. It's definitely not better than Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, Martinez, and Tehran right now. And that's not going to be the rotation come opening day. The Padres are going to get someone else. It's not going to be Tehran as the five starter. I sure hope not. Um, so, I'm not worried about the Giants. Like, Correa can be a Giant. That's fine. We got a shortstop. We got Bogarts. It'd be one thing if Correa went to the Giants, Bogarts went back to the Red Sox, Swanson went to the Cubs, like the Padres struck out on shortstops, and they ended up getting like a one-year deal for a left fielder or something. But they got a shortstop. They got a long-term deal, 11 years. They don't have to worry about where Correa goes because they have a guy that's a four-time All-Star a guy that can hit 30-plus home runs in a season, you know? So don't worry about Correa. Don't, don't worry about that. Oh, I like this from Saul. It says, Zan Diego, baby. Xander Bogarts. Nice. That's probably going to be a shirt tomorrow. Yep. 
Yep, I love it for Donnie. I agree with that comment. Yep. <laughs> Seventh inning stretch says this feels like the money uh feels like money ball. We gotta we teach someone to play first base. You don't have to teach Jay Cronenworth to play first base. He knows how to play first base. He's played it before. He's actually made good plays at first base. Remember how he got his start with the Padres? Playing first base because Hosmer, I think he got sick or maybe he was dealing with an injury in 2020. He was playing first base when he started that. So he knows what he's doing there. You don't have to teach him. You're just shifting guys to the right. To the right, to the right. To the right if you're looking from home plate. Francisco says, let's go get Brian Reynolds. I, I don't see that happening. The Pirates don't want to trade him. The Padres probably have to give up Jackson Merrill. I don't want to do that. Um, I'm not Preller, but I don't think Preller wants to do that either. You just went and got Bogarts. That moves Tatis to the outfield. You have Soto in the other corner. You'll live with what Grisham gives you. I don't think you need to go get Brian Reynolds and give up top prospects and stuff. Uh to go get an outfield of Tatis, Soto, and Reynolds. I think you're fine with Grisham in center. You, you should have enough offense. If you get another bat, like a Michael Brantley or someone like that, as a DH, and, I don't know, bring back Myers or Drury or something for the bench, you should have enough offense. You don't need to go get Brian Reynolds to play center. And Grisham, he's, he can only go up from here, or from last year. Like, last year sucked. He can only go up, right? Uh, someone asked, can the Padres still get Benintendi? I mean, they could, but I don't see that happening. Tatis is an outfielder now. I don't see him. Oh, wait. AC's saying contract is 275 over 11 years, not 280. If that's the case, that's even better. $5 million more, Peter. Uh, but can the Padres still get Benintendi? They could, but I don't see how that's a fit. Unless you like trade Grisham or something, you put Tatis in center. Then have Benintendi play left. There's no, I don't see a point in really spending on Benintendi because he has a market too. So he's probably going to get overpaid. It's this free agent market is wild. Nando's probably going to be in left or right field, RG3. Yeah, Zach says 41 years old though. Like that's what's going to happen at the end of the contract. I understand that. But like I said, at the beginning, uh, look, you're paying for his prime. Yeah, AJ Casavell or Dennis Lynn um, just tweeted Bogarts' agreement with the Padres is actually 275 over 11 years. Sources tell the Athletic no opt outs, full no trade clause. So Xander, if something doesn't work out, he can control where he goes. That's fine. Uh, and it's not even 280, it's 275. That's even better for the Padres. So now the AAV, instead of being like $25 million, 275 over 11, it's exactly $25 million, instead of more than $25 million. So that's good. Even better. John says Xander bats fifth or first. I, I would see him batting more like third or fourth. I think Cronoworth probably hits fifth. I think it's probably Tatis, Soto, Manny, Bogarts, Cronoworth as your top five. If you get a big DH, maybe you have Brantley ahead of, like, Cronenworth or something. Uh, or maybe you have Brantley hitting fourth, and you have Bogarts hitting fifth to split up lefties and have Crony hitting sixth. But um, 
I think Xander's like three or four in that lineup. Probably four. They probably want Manny up in that first inning. But however they do it, I'm fine with it. You got Xander Bogarts in your lineup. That's what that's what we wanted, right? We wanted that power bat. Zach says, thought we were going to get Correa to piss off the Dodgers. That would have been funny, uh, but we would have had to pay more money for Correa. Correa, where does he go now? Maybe he goes to the Giants, but the Twins, they, they want him too. They really want him. So we'll see where he goes. It's much more fun to watch where Carlos Correa goes now because we don't have to worry about getting a shortstop. We have Bogarts, right? It's one thing, you know, when I was doing my stream, my two-hour stream earlier today, uh, earlier tonight, and we didn't have Bogarts yet. We didn't know. We were speculating on where Bogarts was going to go. There were reports earlier today that momentum, the pod, or not the Padres, the Red Sox had momentum with Xander Bogarts. So we didn't know. We know what was happening. And so it was like, okay, hopefully, you know, the Padres get a chair, you know, in musical chairs here. They, you know, when the song stops, they find a chair here, they get a shortstop. So Tatis goes to the outfield. It just makes their team better, makes the offense better, more of a came, uh, complete lineup, right? But now we have Bogarts. It makes it a whole lot easier to be like, just sit back. All right, let's see where Carlos Correa goes. Dodgers don't think so. They don't pay long contracts, especially when you have Mookie and Freddie already. Giants, okay, if you get him, all right. But I don't think you're like this World Series contender just because you got Carlos Correa. You got a lot of other holes to fill. If he goes to the Twins, great. I have family in Minnesota. They'll be happy. Uh, I, I, It's in the American League. See, in the World Series, if you get there, I'm fine with that, right? We have Xander Bogart, so uh, you don't have to worry about that shortstop getting the bat anymore. Um, someone asked here, are you shocked the Red Sox didn't keep Bogarts? I am not because the reports that we saw were saying that the Red Sox were far apart from Bogarts. They weren't making competitive offers. And we saw the report today from Alex, uh, Spear of who is he right for Boston Globe, Red Sox beat reporter. The Red Sox were really far from the Padres offer. Their offers were short of $200 million. So no, I am not shocked. Red Sox fans might be because they were keeping their hopes up. They saw the report from that Red Sox beat writer today. I think it was Pete Abraham or something uh, about the momentum um, in the talks. Like it was, it looked like it was progressing to the Red Sox getting him. I mean, Ken Rosenthal wrote, uh, wrote in his "What I'm Hearing" column thing for the Athletic today that it looks like Rosen uh, looks like Bogarts is going to back to the Red Sox, and so you can't dismiss the Padres in the Correa sweepstakes. But things must have changed or Boris was feeding people information just to get the Padres offer up or to get the Padres worried because he knew the Padres were interested in Bogarts. Who knows what happens there? I don't really care. We got Bogarts. That's at the end of the day. That's all I care about. Um, just going through the chat here on a great, great Wednesday night. Padres have a new starting shortstop, and his name is Xander Bogarts. Brian asked, do you think it's a bad deal? I don't think it's a bad deal. $25 million a year? I don't think it's a bad deal at all. Yeah, the 11 years, I was, I was shocked that, I, that it was 11 years, but the Padres are paying for his prime. $25 million a year is not going to look bad. Trust me, it is not going to look bad. 
based on what shortstops are going to get three, four, five years from now. Because the contract, the AAV, keeps going up every year on players. And Bogarts is a four-time All-Star. And he's he's in his prime. This this doesn't seem like a Hosmer thing where the Padres, they, you know, were betting against or you know, bidding against themselves and there wasn't a market for Hosmer. Like there was a market for Bogarts, it seemed like. He had met with the Phillies before they got Turner. Obviously, the Red Sox were in there. There were there were like six teams that needed shortstops or wanted shortstops, according to I think it was John Heyman today. I mean, the Twins, Cubs, Braves. Giants, Padres, Cardinals are probably another team, right? We'll see what they do. Um, so there were there was interest in Bogarts. It was not just the Padres and the Red Sox, or kind of like Hosmer, it felt like Padres and the Padres uh, weren't bidding against themselves. Like this was a real uh, competition here. Now the t- the Red Sox offer right less than two hundred, and the Padres gave him two seventy five. Like. That seems like a big gap, but maybe there was another team that came in and made an offer that we might hear about tomorrow or something where it's like, okay, well, that makes sense why the Padres gave him 275. Or maybe the Padres just wanted to get the dang deal done and said, this is our evaluation of this guy. This is how much we think this guy is worth. I want to get this deal done, you know? And so the winter meetings, technically, they ended with the Padres getting a, making a splash. Earlier today, I was like, wow, man, the uh, winter meetings ended with no splash from A.J. Preller. Well, that's not true. They ended with a splash. Technically, today's the last day of the winter meetings. It's still Wednesday, and they get a spl- they get the splash. They missed out on Turner, missed out on Judge, but they get Bogarts. 11 years, 275. Me- winter meetings were in San Diego. It, it, it was hard for me, for me to believe that the Padres... Their moves of the winter meetings were David Dahl on a minor league deal and the Rule 5 guy that they got today. I forget his name. What's his name? Jose something? Jose Lopez, a reliever? Like That was hard for me to believe that they were going to strike out twice. on. They didn't strike out. Those two guys, Turner and Judge, they wanted to be with the teams that they signed with. Right? They were using the Padres and the Giants to up the offer of the team that they wanted to go to. So... The Padres, I don't think they struck out on those guys. They made the best offers to those guys. They just chose elsewhere. But they they lost out on those guys, right? They did not sign with the Padres. They finally get, you know, third time's the charm. Boom, they get Bogarts tonight. I don't think it's a bad deal, Brian, to answer your question. Oh, Jason, he's, uh, he's uh, going around Red, Red Sox Twitter right now. Says, I was just on Red Sox Twitter. LOL, they are livid. I'm sure they are. I mean, they better extend Devers because they are in trouble. I mean, who's who's playing shortstop for them? Are they gonna go? Are they gonna go get Correa instead of bringing back Bogarts? I wouldn't think so, because Bogarts is cheaper than Correa. Are they gonna go get Swanson? Maybe he's the he, he's cheaper than Correa. Uh, but those are the two big shortstops left. So what are they gonna do? That, that's an interesting thing to watch. But again, it's much more entertaining to watch and follow where Correa goes when the Padres have Bogarts on the roster. They have him on the team. Um, Super Goldfish 619 asks, is 11 years too long? I don't think so because you had to give him like 11 years probably. That's probably what the market was telling the Padres. Uh, Trey Turner got 11 years. 
They're paying him till he's 40. Boris wanted the same thing for Bo for Xander, probably, for Bogarts. Um, it's probably, I mean, the predictions were like seven, eight years. So I was, you know, based on that, okay, it's too long. But as I was saying earlier in the stream earlier today, when we didn't know the Padres were going to get Bogarts, you have to overpay to win in free agency. If you only pay based on value and you say, okay, Bogarts is worth seven, eight years, 200 million. That's all we're going to do. You're going to lose. That's probably what the Red Sox did here with Bogarts. You're probably going to lose. And guess what? Boston lost. So the Padres, did they give Bogart? I don't know if they overpaid. Again, I think this contract's probably going to look good five years down the road because $25 million a year for a four-time All-Star in his prime still, that's, that's, a, that's a fine contract, right? When you have Judge getting $40 million a year, right? Um, and... and the free agent market, the AAV keeps going up every year, every single year keeps going up and up and up, right? So I think it's going to look like a good contract. Is it too long of a contract? If if that's how you want to label it a bad contract, maybe. But this is uh, this. I think they probably had to do that. They probably had to give him eleven years if they wanted him, or they gave him eleven years because they wanted the AAV to be lower. That might be a thing. Uh, we have a Red Sox fan in the chat, Josh. Uh, hopefully you are okay. You're doing all right. Uh, Sox fan here, super torn up over this. Please love Bogey. He is so good and so clutch. I already miss him. Well, we'll take good care of Bogey. Um, so we got Crony, we got Bogey, we got Toddy, we got Manny. Anyone else with the E at the end of their nickname? Um. So we got a yeah, we got a good roster. And just like Don, just like Don, Josh, we will take good care of him. Uh hopefully the Padres are your NL team now. Fly God97 says, Do you think the Padres will win the division this next season? I don't know. I, I don't really care. It's not about winning the division, it's about making the postseason and about playing good baseball in the postseason. Go ask the Dodgers how they uh, like winning the division this past year and then getting bounced in the first round or the, the first round that they played. You know, they'd rather not win the division and beat the Padres, right? So I don't even really care about the NOS, the division. I care about making the postseason. Roan asks, have the Padres confirmed this? No, they probably have to get a physical done. Stuff like that. Let me check Twitter to see if there's anything else. Um, what was it like five years ago that our middle infield, what was five years ago? 2017? Six years ago, our middle infield was like Alexi Ramirez and Ryan Schimpf. For all the diehard fans, you'll remember that. And now it's Xander Bogarts and Ha-Sung Kim, and you have Manny Machado at third base and Jake Cronenworth at first, and you have this generational shortstop in the outfield, and you have Juan Soto in right field, you have Josh Hader in the bullpen, and Robert Suarez, and you have a rotation of Darvish and Snell and Musgrove, you have Bob Melvin as your manager, you have Peter Seidler offering $400 million contracts. I mean, what is this? This is the Padres that we have right now. I mean, this is nuts.
yeah, Peter Seidler is uh, the best owner in baseball. Better than Steve Cohen right now. I mean, Mets fans don't like that Cohen let DeGrom walk, even though I'm, I was fine with the Mets doing that. I mean, if I was the Mets, that's an overpay. Uh, but who's having the better offseason? Who's been more successful in their reign as the owner, the, like the, the head guy of the team? Peter Seidler has, right? He beat Steve Cohen's team, despite Steve Cohen's team being the favorite uh, in the wild card, right? Like, and now the Padres are going to have a better team, hopefully, you would think, going into 2023, and hopefully they you know, make the postseason and they can go to the World Series instead of getting to the NLCS. Um, Christian asks, does this big contract mean that we're letting Machado go when he opts out? I have mixed emotions. I don't think so. That's a good question. I don't think so. Peter Seidler, he is willing to spend money. If they were willing to give Bogarts this big contract, they're willing to give Soto, or they're not scared of $500 million potentially to Soto. He said that during this past season, and he's not satisfied uh, of two and a half years of Soto. If he's, if all these signs, you know, of, there's these signs, right, of Peter giving money to Bogarts. He's willing to spend money. Giving Bogart, uh, money to Suarez and giving the contract to Martinez and giving Musgrove the extension and talking openly about wanting Soto back. Like, if Manny opts out, so you're going to let the team captain, you're going to let your Aaron Judge walk out? I don't, I don't see that happening. You're already over luxury tax, you know, the luxury tax numbers. Uh, you're going to be paying taxes and all that. You don't let Manny walk. I don't think Manny wants to leave San Diego, especially after what just happened tonight. Like ownership, AJ, they're continuing to say, we don't care about the money, how much it costs. We want to bring a winner to San Diego. Why would Manny want to go anywhere else? I understand why he'll want to raise based on the market. And if he has another MVP caliber season, he's going to earn probably $40 million a year. But why would he want to go somewhere else other than San Diego? Like, this is the place to be. It's not like he's in Pittsburgh or something where they're not trying to win or they're not, uh, you know, competitive for these players. It's not like he's in Boston who just let their star shortstop walk and didn't feel the competitive or didn't make a competitive offer to Bogarts, right? He's, he's on the other side of that. He's on the good side of that where his owner is paying these big contracts and being in on Turner, Judge, and Bogarts on consecutive nights, right? So I, I, Manny, will, he'll get a raise probably if he opts out or they'll just restructure a contract, just give him a raise. But why would he want to go somewhere else? I, I'm, not, I'm not concerned at all about Manny leaving the Padres. Roan asks, what are the odds now that Kim and or Cronenworth get traded? I don't think they're very high. Kevin Acey doesn't even expect Cronenworth to get traded, uh, according uh, well, to my interview that I did with them at the winter meetings. Um, if they got a shortstop, that's what he said. He doesn't expect Cronenworth to get dealt. I don't expect Kim to get dealt. Why would you trade a guy that's your first baseman right now in Cronenworth? Why would you trade a guy that's your second baseman right now? Um, because if you do, now you move Tatis back to the infield probably, or you have to go spend money on a first baseman. You don't have to do that. With Cronenworth at first, Kim at second, you have Tatis in the outfield, Soto, Grisham, right? All you have to do is spend money on a DH, 
and then money on a bench bat, maybe two bench bats. And then, like their priority though should be starting pitching. I do want to emphasize that, re-emphasize that. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Dawson. Again, this is a great way to support the channel. Use that super chat button. Uh, does Kim and Grish plus a prospect or two get us Reynolds? Uh, if it's Merrill, maybe. Maybe they're trying to sell high on him, and yeah, that's what happens. But again, I I, I don't want to go trade for Brian Reynolds. I'm I'm fine with having Grisham in center field. He is on a cheap contract still. Multiple years of control. Um, I want to keep Jackson Merrill. I want to keep Hassan Kim. I think he's a, a a very valuable piece to this team. And Trent Grisham, I think he's due for a... He's definitely due. I think he will have a better season because he can only have a better season, right? We know he's going to be solid in center field defensively. I don't see why you go trade you know, top prospects and Kim and Grisham for Brian Reynolds. Like you just got a guy that's better than Brian Reynolds uh to be shortstop and now you're moving the roster around. Like I just don't see it I don't see that Reynolds is like this big need for the Padres especially after getting Bogarts. <laughs> Someone says Red Sox trade for Kim, LOL. Yeah, that would be that would be wild. Uh, this might be a good point here. Irie says, Peter Seidler is going to be the next statue at Petco <laughs> because of all the legendary moves that he's making. I mean, just think of what this guy has done since he took over as owner. Was he the head guy when they signed Manny? I don't think he was. I think Fowler was still the head guy. But he, he was still there when they signed Manny. I know he was there when he signed Hosmer, but I think we can agree that was a Ron Fowler thing. But let's just, okay. Manny, 300 million. We know the way that he's interacted with Manny. He wanted Manny Machado. It's not like he was like, okay, I guess we'll give 300 to Manny. Like, no, he wanted Manny. He extended Musgrove, right? He allowed Preller to add Snell, Musgrove as well in trade, uh, Darvish, right? He allowed uh, Preller to go trade the farm system for Soto. He allowed Preller to go get Hater. You know, with the money, right? Because you do have to pay these players that you're trading for, right? And he has offered 400 to Judge, 342 to Turner, and then got 275 with Bogarts. He allowed Preller to go get Melvin and pay Melvin, right? He's done so many positive teams, or teams. He's done so many positive things uh, for this organization since he took over as the head guy. If Ron Fowler was the head guy, do you think that we would have a team that includes Tatis, Soto, Manny, Bogarts, Cronenworth, Hader, Suarez, Martinez, Musgrove, Darvish, Snell? I don't think so. You'd have some of those names, you know, in trades uh, and free agent signings, but would Ron Fowler, you know, be all in on giving Bogarts two hundred seventy-five million when? He, he looks at the roster and is like, we have Tatis at shortstop already. Like, no, probably not. But Seidler's open-minded. He trusts AJ. That's the thing. He puts trust in AJ. And I, I got to give props to him because there's some people that wanted to bash AJ Preller and wanted him gone. 
right? You know, during that collapse, right? Uh, yeah, we were pissed off. But, and some people were like, what is Seidler doing? He didn't have to extend him then. Why did he give him this extension? He still had multiple years on his contract. I think that's accurate. He had multiple years because he trusted him. He wanted to say, hey, AJ, this is your ship. Go steer it. I don't want you worrying about a contract. Here's your extension. Now, let's go win. Let's go formulate a plan so we can go win for this contract that you're on, right? And that that they're definitely making progress on that. Um, I mean, here's a question. Would you rather have Bogarts here on this deal, 11 years, 275, or the Abreu deal, three years for, or, yeah, three years for 60 million? I think the answer is Bogarts. You got Bogarts for $5 million more per year than Abreu? Thank you. And Bogarts is in his prime, and Abreu is, I don't know if he's, maybe he's not fully out of it, but he's not, like, this is not his best years. His, he already won the MVP. Like, his best years are behind him. Bogarts, yeah, he had a great year in 2019. Maybe that's his best year of his career, but he's still in his prime. He is 30 years old. Um, when you compare the contracts, I mean, I'll take, I'll take Bogarts. Jim says, does AJ have to take Hosmer back to compensate for this deal? Yeah, the Red Sox be like, okay, we'll let you have Bogarts, but you got to take Hosmer back. This guy's a pain in the ass. Uh, no, I know you're joking, but uh, yeah. The Red Sox fans, they lose Bogarts. They still have Hosmer on the roster. And like their big move this offseason is what? Kenley Jan, or no, their big move was signing that Japanese outfielder who Red Sox fans have never heard of. Yikes. Roan says, what if Kim or Crony are part of a brewer pitcher trade? Woodruff specifically. I don't know. I mean, Kim, maybe I'd be willing to deal him, but I'd rather just go the free agent route and keep my all-star at first base, keep him on the roster, and go spend money that Peter Seidler's willing to spend on starting pitching. I'd rather do that than give up stuff for a team, you know, give up major league assets. Uh, when you're trying to win right now. Like, it's not like they don't have the, it's not like they're the Guardians and don't have the money and they need to go trade. Like, they have the money. Seidler's willing to spend. Yeah, Ari, I agree. This is a Peter Seidler uh, appreciation stream. Definitely. Arfried says, long-term outlook. Tatis at short, X at second. No way our $340 million man is spending 11 years in center field. I don't even think it, it won't be 11. It would be probably whenever Grisham's contract is up, unless they make a move that I'm not expecting. Um, yes, I think that Tatis will go back to shortstop at some point. I don't think Xander will be spending uh, his time at shortstop when he's 41. He, he'll move positions probably to second or third. Or, you know, because he's going to be here longer than Manny probably, or maybe Manny finishes finishes his career as a forty year old and he's still producing. I don't know. 
but long term, I would yes, I would expect Tatis to be at shortstop because he's younger, um, more athletic probably than Bogarts. So yeah, I agree with that. Uh, but right now, Tatis is. I would expect him to be headed to the outfield. I'd be surprised if Tatis is you know playing second base or Bogarts is playing second and Tatis is at short. I think they're fine with Tatis playing the outfield. You have a great fielder in Kim to go from short to second. You have Bogarts, go take shortstop. You have Crony, who can play first. We know he can play first. You have the best third baseman in baseball playing third. Uh, sign me up. This is great. Uh, Roan says, thanks, Ben. Great answers to my questions. Appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. A great Wednesday night here. Was not expecting this to happen tonight. But 11 years, 275, Xander Bogarts is a San Diego freaking Padre. Wow. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in here. An hour-plus live reaction, Xander Bogarts to the Padres. This offense is looking better. Let's go make this team complete, AJ and Peter. Keep spending money. You're willing to spend money. Thank you for continuing to spend money and invest in this team. But it's not done yet. Keep on going. All right. Go Padres. Talk to you guys later. Ben Fan signing off. See ya.